This is a Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, presented by Golden Tire, Tech One Designs, Westside Honda, TransCanada Motorsports, Roy Wharton Suspension Systems, and 204 Skate Shop. Motocross news from around the globe, but mostly between Emerson and Brandon. We're not experts over here, but we've got microphones. Check out BigMXRadio.com for more content. Welcome to the Big MX Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Rhino Power Supplements, Tech One Designs, TransCanada Motorsports, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Westside Honda, Watts Perfections, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, W Wheels, and Golden Tire. That list sure is growing. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with me on the line friend of the podcast, number 77 in your program, number one in your hearts, and brand new member of the XEO Entertainment Big MX Supercross team, none other than Justin Starling. What's going on, Justin? Hey, another day here in Florida, just enjoying it. Beauty, and it sounds like uh, to me that you guys have uh, um, experiencing the polar vortex. Did you bring the cold back with you from Germany? Dude, I guess so. I when I left Germany or when I left Florida to go over to Germany, I was in board shorts and a tank top. I get home and it's almost. I feel like it's more cold here than it was in Germany. I don't know what's going on. Well, it's a damp cold. You guys have your your humidity, so uh, that that can't be helping whatsoever. No, especially like I I had I got the flu the last week over in Germany. So over here, it's like I expected to kind of get better and i don't know if you can hear it but i'm still struggling <laughs> yeah that sound a little bit under the weather but nevertheless good to talk to you uh meant to get you on the program before you went over to germany but uh travel um didn't allow either way uh we've got you on now uh how was germany i believe uh, your last event was in stuttgart yeah yeah uh it went okay um yeah like i said i got sick uh pretty much the wednesday before stuttgart and uh was just really under the weather and and all the riding and racing during the, the weekend. It just pretty much wore my body out and it got to the point where I was throwing up and and stuff like that. So it's just it wasn't any good. But I tried to get through it the best I could. And you know, basically my main thing was just to get home safe because I'm not about to go risk it over there for really no reward and uh, get hurt and end up in a hospital in Germany. So. I uh, pretty much just got through it, got home, and you know, back home is where it really matters to me. So it was a, uh, it was a, it was a decent trip. It sucks I got sick, but uh, you know, you can't uh, you can't pick and choose when you're getting sick. No doubt. That's uh sounds like you had uh quite the adventure, my friend. You're back home, back at home base. Uh your supercross track looks to be on point, but uh today you uh got invited to a very special riding spot that I'm sure all of our listeners will be more than jealous of. Uh you headed out to the compound. Uh tell us a little bit about your relationship with uh the Stewart brothers and uh the ride day that went on today. Yeah, the uh you know, sometimes uh during the off season, um uh, well, not sometimes we got to Malcolm's, uh, Malcolm and James's place uh, quite often, and uh, I knew they were they were doing the uh, the JS7 uh, Freestone National Ride Day uh, at the compound today. So, you know, I didn't really expect to go out there just because it's you know it's a Stewart Ride Day, and I didn't want to interfere with anything. And Malcolm sent me a text last night. He's like, "Hey, come out to the compound, and, like come ride with us." And I was like, "All right, sick," you know. So, 
Yeah, it was cool to go out there. It was me uh, on the Supercross track. It was me, James, Malcolm, and uh, Zach Freeberg. And uh, it was pretty cool for us to be riding while all the uh, the kids who uh, raced the Freestone National uh, were out there too. So yeah, no, it was a good it was a good day. And uh, yeah, me me Malcolm, James, and uh, Freeberg were just out there putting in the motos and, and getting ready for the uh, upcoming year. For sure, uh, good opportunity to get some laps in on uh, some uh, what I'd imagine are some A plus tracks over there at the compound, as well as uh, practice your signature a bit for a bit because uh, I'd imagine those kids that were riding the Freestone uh, uh, excited to meet you. Yeah, no, I mean it's cool. I mean, obviously, uh, me and Freeberg aren't as uh, as high up as uh, Malcolm and James, but uh, no, it was cool to uh, to see all the kids and everything and. And uh, and watch them ride the outdoor track because I've never I've never been there whatever otherwise it's just been me and uh, you know Freeberg and Malcolm and James and maybe like a couple other kids you know riding so it was cool to see you know little fifties out there and and as well as the big bikes of like Alex Fry and Mitchell Harrison and stuff too so it was uh it was cool uh, my bike broke about halfway through the day which which sucked but uh, you know the other cool thing was I was able to watch all the little rippers on the outdoor track. How gnarly is that? Like, I got to imagine, like, up here, uh, it's crazy where we, we're basically, our bikes are parked for six months, but those kids ride, basically, they can ride year-round if they really have the, the funds and, and the bike that'll hold up to it. Um, how fast are those kids going? They were ripping, honestly. There was a kid on, a, on an 85, uh, hucking the big doubles, uh, like, some, some really gnarly big doubles, and I was, like, honestly in shock. I was, we didn't expect them to hit it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like the little fifties and stuff were struggling out there, but it was still cool to see them, you know, trying to push so hard. I mean, that's a gnarly track. And even for like a 125 would just be insane. So to see 65s and fifties and eighties just going for it, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. It was something you don't see very often. Any of the many kids wad themselves up on the both big obstacles? Uh, not that I saw. I know uh, Chase Marquier, or whatever you say his last name, from Texas, apparently he had a big crash on his 450 over one of the back doubles and ripped his radiator off or something like that. Ooh. But uh, I think everyone stayed safe today. Right on. Even yourself, uh, you said that your engine went. Uh, at, at about what time did the engine quit on you? Uh, I, was, I mean, about midday, but it was, uh, yeah, we were about five laps into the moto. And, uh, yeah, there was a double, triple, triple, table, single, and, and a rhythm section. And uh, I went double, triple, and then I went to go triple again. The thing just fully just cut out and shut off on me, and I was just full end over the second triple and landed in a nose wheelie. And, man, I tell you, if I didn't have my factory connection suspension, I definitely would have been landing on my face. But I somehow managed to land in a nose wheelie and right off the side of the track and, and didn't crash or anything. And I was just, I basically, when I stopped, I got off my bike and was just in shock. The factory but, uh, connection stuff comes to the rescue, uh, basically saving your bacon so that you can uh, finish yep. that, like, leave healthy and uh, get ready to head back to Germany. When do you head back there? Uh, yeah, the plans to leave uh, Tuesday, actually, and uh, we're heading over for another week or so. And, or, uh, yeah, actually, I think it's like six days. Um, yeah, for the round two in Kenditch. Fair enough. Kenmitz, Germany, beautiful place. Uh, maybe not during your the time you're going there. It should be fairly cold. Um, but uh, have you have you had the opportunity to enjoy any German cuisine over there? Well, maybe some Rouladen or some uh, um, yeah, some dumplings. I I stayed over there for uh, 
13 days so just shy of two weeks um this is my last trip and uh basically i ate a lot of pizza and turkish sandwiches which is basically like pork sandwiches mm-hmm. and uh, yeah a lot of candy because the food over there is just mm, i'm not a fan my body doesn't like it either clearly <laughs> so it's you... just, i try to keep with i try to keep uh keep it in the same diet you know that, or same not same diet but same food they have over here that you would see you know Absolute, yeah. It's uh, even even though you avoided the food uh, or the the German cuisine, uh, you still ended up getting the flu, um, which definitely hampered your uh, your last event at Stuttgart. Uh, I I heard that you were uh, uh, just about passing out on the track. That's uh, that's a gutsy performance, man. Yeah, it got it got pretty bad. Um, it started off Friday where I was I woke up and I was really not feeling good and and you know. For the one lap qualifier, I was qualifying good. I think I qualified top ten both nights, and it was good for one lap. But when I had to go for a couple of laps, my body just it just wouldn't handle it, and then it got to the point where I was throwing up in my helmet and stuff. So it was uh, it wasn't any good. But you know, it is what it is, and you know, you can't win them all. You know, so it was, it was nice to be able to walk out of there healthy still, and and uh, be able to race another day. Fair enough. Uh, did you hand that uh, helmet over to some lucky fan that uh, got to uh, take home your uh, uh, your puke? You know, I handed it right back to the team, and I said, this is what you get for making me race. <laughs> no kidding. Um, it, you, you told me that uh, today that you, you wore both Fly and Fox gear while uh, over in Germany. Any reason for the switch uh, between two different events for the same team? No, actually, the first race I wasn't on the same team. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the first race in Holland was just like a a warm up race. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was for a different team, but on my Meyer racing bike. So uh, yeah, I was riding for like Molders or I don't even know what it was honestly. I didn't even know I was racing for a different team until I got there. And uh, yeah, that, that team wears Fox, so I wore Fox one weekend, and then the next weekend with the Meyer team they were Fly, so I was in Fly the next weekend. Fair enough. Well, uh, we're a, a fly racing podcast. Uh, safe to say, the fly racing gear uh, outperformed the fox stuff, or yeah, it was good stuff. I mean, I wore it back in uh, 2013, and it was good gear. And I, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I'm a big fan. For sure, that kinetic stuff is super light and uh, fits like a glove. Um, yeah. So what's uh, what's the program like now that you're back home? Uh, your track uh, looks to be in in great condition. Uh, obviously, you're going to be racing the, the stopwatch. Uh, do you usually have uh, too many people come and um, kind of race with you a little bit to uh, provide you that carrot, or uh, do you just pound laps by yourself? Yeah, my track is pretty small. I mean, it's basically only good for the German stuff and. And with my neighbors being so close, like, I had my buddy Dave from Holland over here for three weeks, and basically, like, it was just me and him riding it, and uh, other than that, I, I just pretty much ride it by myself just because of the neighbors, and my bikes are my bikes loud and everything. So, yeah, I ride by myself at my place, and then, um, yeah, I go to Stewart's, and it's usually me, Malcolm, and James, and then Freeburg, and, uh, yeah, that's the only other place. But, like, at my house, I'm just racing the stopwatch and just trying to beat you know, beat, beat the time as much as I can. And that's my way of pushing myself and not worrying about, you know, grinding about myself. So yeah, it's, uh, basically now that I'm home, uh, I'm only home for a couple more days. Honestly, it kind of sucks, but, um, 
Well, hopefully I can even, I don't even know if I'm going for sure yet because I'm not feeling very good and I'm not going to go back over there if I'm sick, you know? So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I know now that I'm home, it's, uh, yeah, I rode today. I'm feeling, uh, sick tonight. We're going to go to the hospital in the morning and see if we can't try to figure out what's going on with my body. Um, I think it's just a flu, but, you know, who knows? Maybe mono or something. I don't know. Maybe you're homesick. But, uh, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but, uh, yeah, now that I'm home, I'm not going to really train this week. I'm going to try to just uh, get my body back in the top shape so that I uh, skateboard a little bit. Uh, uh, no skateboards for me. Uh, I don't know, did you see that video on that before skate shop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kickflip straight to my back. It's awesome. I was t- I, I got made fun of that for today as well. <laughs> and they saw it and they're like, hey, you want to ride a skateboard? I'm like, uh, I mean... Maybe, you know, like, I know you're good at kickflips, and I was like, haha, very funny. <laughs> the only thing I use that skateboard for is just to cruise around. That's it. That's, I don't, I'm not kickflipping. I'm not doing any of that. Fair enough. Well, hopefully but, uh, uh, you have a full bill of health in short order, and you'll be able to rejoin the series over in Germany. Um, while you kick your feet up, I'd imagine you're probably going to play a video game of some sort. Um Maybe uh, throw down a little bit of MX versus ATV Supercross. And uh, I know I have the game. I had to go ahead and uh, make myself in the game. Uh, like my, my character's pretty much on point. I got some seven gear on. I guess I'm going to have to switch over the, to fly after the new sponsorship. But uh, I actually noticed that um, you're in the game. You don't have to make yourself. You're already in there. Uh, you are wearing uh, seven gear. So uh, tell us a little bit about getting into the game and uh, uh how cool it was to switch it on for the very first time and see uh yourself in there yeah no it was pretty cool uh after the vegas supercross i uh i got a call asking you know if i'd be interested in being in the game and i'm like dude yeah i've always wanted to be in a video game it's always been like you know that that one little childhood uh dream that you get for sure so uh yeah when i got the call to be in i was super stoked and at the time i was wearing seven gear which I still am right now. I haven't finalized my gear deal uh, yet for next year. But, uh, yeah, no, it's cool. It was nice. Uh, uh, Ken George from MX Facility Supercross was uh, kind enough to send me the game a little early. So when I uh, flipped it on and, you know, I saw my character in there, I was like, man, this is sick. I was stoked. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty nice when I just flip the game on. I don't have to make my guy at all. I just choose them and go race. And you're pretty much on point, too. Uh, I didn't notice, but I, I don't think they have Hondas uh, in the game, but they do have Yamahas, which is an exciting thing for you. You're going to have Yamaha support for East Coast Supercross. Um, tell us how, how you ended up reaching out to them, or they reached out to you, and uh, how you ended up getting some solid support for 2015. Yeah, it, uh, you know, we uh, XL Entertainment's always been a, or this year has been a really big supporter of me, and and really have pretty much saved my career and, and really pointed everything in the right direction. And, um, you know, we all year we were just talking about doing a team and, and making it something big. And, you know, when it kind of got to the point of, of trying to get a, a full-fledged team built, you know, it just seemed like we couldn't really make it happen with, with uh, the guy who was trying to, to get the money. And I pretty much told Scott, I'm like, hey, look, let's just do me for the East Coast and outdoors. and, and and see what we can do pretty much the same program we had this year, but let's just completely revamp it. Like let's, let's start over and do something new. And, uh, he was, you know, Scott, uh, armor all over there and uh, Jeff Island, they were all about it. And, uh, so pretty much I just went and 
talked on the phone for shoot, maybe two months and sent a bunch of emails and uh yeah, we uh you know, we made a decision to go to Yamaha and and uh I think it's uh I think it's a good idea, you know. I was able to actually the first time I had rode the bike was today. Uh it wasn't my bike, it was Zach Freeberg. He was cool enough to let me ride his bike for a few laps mm-hmm. and uh at first it was only supposed to be about four laps and I got on it and I couldn't get off and I probably rode it for twenty minutes. But um yeah, no, it's just a it's a good bike, it's fast. Um, it's a bigger bike and I'm more of a taller kid. I'm about six one, so it really it really fits me a lot better than the than the Honda does. But uh yeah, no, we have really good support. We have a uh, Todd Lancher over at T L R doing all of our motors for next year and and I know I have full faith in him with, with building our chassis as well as uh as motors and uh even uh Dubok is uh helping a lot with the pipes and everything. So it's uh it's cool. We're uh we're making some big progress. We're uh probably about another week or two out from getting the bikes in and then um yeah we're just going to pretty much just start uh chopping and screwing and getting those things together and getting some testing on the way we still have probably three months until east coast so we got some uh we got some time but uh i want to get them get them done and ready to go no doubt um full switch to yamaha and i understand that you still and i'm not sure how you still have a 450 for sale with like pretty much an entire extra bike worth of parts. I think you've dropped the price 47 times by now, if I'm counting correctly. Um, are you still have, are you still still selling that bike? Yeah, I, I have, uh, just the 450. Uh, it's actually Scott Armour's bike. And, uh, he, he was, you know, really helped me out this year and bought it for me during outdoors so that I had a 450 to ride for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we've got the motor. We pretty much redid the entire motor. I mean, we put new cases on the thing and everything. So it's a brand-new motor. had zero hours on it. The suspension's never even touched dirt. thing's brand-new, and it's like people just won't buy it. And it's just like, come on, just someone buy this thing and get it out of here, you know? Well, for maybe but, a listener uh, who's uh, looking for a 450 that clearly is in some pretty good condition, um, what, what are you asking for the thing, and uh, what does it include? Yeah, it's uh we're asking fifty five uh for it and uh it's basically yeah, it's a brand new bike. I mean the wheels have probably two hours on them. The uh the motor is virtually brand new, you know, suspension's brand new, the frame has I think twenty eight hours on it. And uh, yeah, it comes with some extra plastic, uh the stock pipe system, um, some extra front sprockets and stuff like that. Not a whole lot extra for it. We don't have a whole lot for it, but, uh, yeah, the bike's basically brand new. I mean, the only thing that it doesn't have that the new bikes have is, uh, the pipe that still goes around the front, but, I mean, big whoop. You know, Tomac just one burst with the same pipe, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, it doesn't, I mean, I don't Does think it have a flux capacitor? Matter. Oh, of course it does. a red power band. Solid. A red power band. You switched out yeah, the black stock for- one for a red one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have that purple one, but I, I found the red to just be more uh, more dangerously fast. It's got more meat down low rather than the the purple one that just, like, it's more of a top-end screamer, and that's not good for a 450. Yeah, I mean, 450 top-end, that's, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm scared to death of going really, really fast on a straightaway. Yeah. So no more top-end on a 450, no way. I think uh, the only person that I know of that can really harness the purple power band is Ronnie Mack, and he rides two strokes, so who knows? 
it doesn't let off. No. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. Let's start off with Tech One, start off with Tech One Designs. Tech One Design is the one-stop shop for everything custom when it comes to motocross or lifestyle in general. They've got apparel, t-shirts, both pit shirts and just casual shirts, graphics, over 24 semi-custom designs, obviously you can do a full custom kit yourself, two special editions and 19 different backgrounds to choose from. Tech One Designs has been doing this for a number of years, since 2010. Been doing unbelievable graphics, you name it. Phone wraps, helmet wraps, neck brace, decal wraps, anything custom, they can make it happen. And uh, they've been doing so for quite some time. Um, hit them up at, at techonedesigns.com or email jamie at techonedesigns.com to get started today. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at one 482 7782. Boom! Westside! What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. 
great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. All seriousness, uh, looks like you've got uh, quite uh, the program ahead of you and uh, a new sponsor for 2000 and, uh, 2015, uh, Big MX Radio has uh, decided to uh, help you out with some finances. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you scored that deal. Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Brad was just, he was down to help. And, you know, it was it was cool when, when we were putting our team together and everything. And and uh, we, we had quite a few people reach out, but not in the sense of really helping with funding and everything. And, uh, yeah, now what can I say? He stepped up and, and he took a big chunk of the, big chunk of the the part of it out and and it helps a lot you know i mean we've had quite a few people come in and help us out and uh you know we got three title sponsors when it with you know x entertainment being being the main one i mean they they do so much for me and i can't even express how thankful i am for it you know and then uh we got dream rides florida uh all the guys over there gary and johnny stepped up big and and paying all the fuel for the rig too, so that was you know that was huge just in itself. And then uh, you know yourself popped up in there, and we got you in the title and everything. So it's uh, it's going to be good. I hope Big MX gets a lot of uh, you know a lot of uh, publicity out of it, and uh, you know I hope a lot of people see it. You know with with uh, you know all the pro riders and stuff, and want to get on the uh, get on there and get a podcast done. So you know hopefully we can get some uh, some top names in there. Absolute. Happy to help you, my friend. Uh, we'll, we'll get some uh, some fun sent off to you so that uh, you just breathe a little bit easier about uh, your program and uh, worry more about riding than uh, than the funds that are going towards it. I think that's a, a, a positive thing, and uh, you're one of the first uh, big name pros to uh, to 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 do a podcast with me. So that's basically my appreciation, and uh, along with uh, some funds, might have to send you uh, down a uh, Big MX Radio toque. Uh, for some of those cold uh, track walks on some of the uh, uh, track walks like uh, Indianapolis, which is no doubt be pretty chilly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything helps. <laughs> well, Daph, coming from Florida, you're used to some pretty warm weather. You're not experiencing that right now, but uh, hopefully you'll be able to stay nice and warm, uh, snug as a bug in your house. Uh, and... Um, yeah, get get feeling better, man. Because I want to see hear you go back to my homeland, Deutschland, Germany, and uh, and and do some damage um, on the on the, uh, the the Supercross series there. Yeah, no, I mean it, my speed's there over there. I mean I feel really good. My bike's really good, and uh, you know it's it's all just about being healthy because. I mean, I think a lot of people know riding sick is a really hard thing to do. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, if it's just like a head cold or something, yeah, you can get through it. But 
when you're throwing up in your helmet and your body, you can't even eat anything because as soon as you take a bite of something, you throw up. You know, it kind of gets to the point where it's just coming up you go both into survival ends. mode. You know, so it's just like it's tough. But you know, I did my best and it, it didn't work out. But you know, it is what it is. You can't sit here and dwell on it because you're not going to get anywhere. So for sure. Back home now, I'm doing my best to get healthy. I rode today. Um, now, after riding, I don't feel any good. So I probably won't ride again until the second round uh, in the, in Germany. But, you know, uh, it is what it is. got to take it and, and deal with it. Or, you know, you can either sit around and not do anything. So For sure. We're, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to go to the hospital in the morning and uh, try to get some antibiotics and start feeling better because I do not want to sit here anymore feeling the way I do. <laughs> no doubt. I wouldn't either. Um, you, you've headed over to Germany and obviously uh, a, a famous Floridi, Floridian uh, who is actually making his uh, return to professional racing this weekend in, uh, I got to get your thoughts on uh, JT, JT Money, uh, Jason Thomas riding in Fli- uh Finland this this weekend uh, for yeah. uh, a one time deal, trying to make some cash as well as uh, just go out there and have some fun. What are your thoughts on him uh, racing that thing, or had you given any thought to racing that same event? Uh, actually, I didn't even know that there was a race in Finland until I think Stuttgart, and I know there's a couple of Americans over there, you know, including Jason. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know what it is or. <laughs> Or, or anything, I know my team's not doing it, so it's there was no option of going to race it. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, the track looks pretty cool from the photos I've seen on RacerX, and uh, yeah, it's cool to see Jason back. I know over in, in Europe, he's a, he's a really big fan favorite, so that's cool to see him back, and uh, I know he's coming back for the last round uh, of the German series in Dortmund, so that'll be cool to see him back over there. I mean, the fans love him. I mean, I think he's a Two-time, three-time champion or something over there. So yeah, he's basically the German be, German McGrath. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that'll be cool to see him uh, see him back over there and, and racing and everything. So uh, yeah, I mean, more power to him. Sure, and actually, I think uh, Fly Racing has actually equipped him with a boot with an extra four inches of uh, material on the bottom to allow him to go through the whoops a little <laughs> better. So that should help. Surprise doesn't have the uh, Alex Martin foot pegs where they're like four or five inches taller. No doubt. Or uh, actually, I'm not sure if you ever um, were f- uh, came across, but Dennis Jonin. Um, oh, yeah. He, he used had the, one leg that was shorter than the other. Yeah, one leg severely shorter than the other. You're sponsored by both um, DC Shoes and Alpine Star. And I remember he came to race an arena cross up here in Winnipeg. And uh, he had, yeah, it, was, it looked awesome wild one i think it was even his shifting foot no breaking foot and um yeah yeah, it was on his uh on his right foot and um yeah about four inches of uh, of material maybe a little bit less than four inches and it's crazy to see uh can't imagine i'd be able to uh know what that would feel like but um I got to get your thoughts on uh, Jeremy McGrath switching to kawasaki you're switching colors he's switching colors you guys are kind of in the same boat I did not expect that at all. At all. Like, uh, it I looks was sitting weird. in bed. Yeah, I was sitting in bed, and my girlfriend was like, hey, look, McGrath on Macau. And I'm like, ah, funny. You know, like, it's probably Villapoto's bike or something. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, look, he's like an ambassador for Cowie now. And I was like, wow, I did not expect that at all. And, uh, yeah, today I guess to talk, when we were at Stewart's Day, uh, 
Honda didn't offer him anything, any job or anything with the company. Wow. So, uh, yeah, and Cowie did. So, you know, you got to go where the money's going to be, you know. For so, sure, or, or where or you're going to support it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I didn't expect it at all. I honestly figured he'd be one of those guys at Honda forever mm-hmm. just because he's such a great tester and such a, a loyal dude. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't say loyal to someone that doesn't want you. You know, you gotta, you gotta go somewhere else. So, yeah, no, it's cool. I think it's cool. Um, I think that's probably one of the best things that's happened to Cowie. Um, you know, it, it's, he's a really good, really good guy. He's obviously very well respected. And, uh, I think he, if, if he's going to do any testing for the team, I think that's going to be really good for, for, uh, Millsaps and Hahn. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it's a cool move. Um, you know, it's maybe a little crappy on Honda's part, but obviously there's probably a story behind it or something. So, yeah, no, it's good for, uh, good for Calvin for sure. For sure. I think it's definitely to the benefit of, like you said, Han and, uh, and, and Davey. Like Davey has, Davey and Han have McGrath and Ken Roxon has hot sauce. So. Yep. <laughs> I just like I, I mean, not, not hating on hot sauce Roxon, at all, but I think Roxon might have the best setup. He has hot sauce testing the bike, but he also has Carmichael there at the same time. He has so much knowledge. Fair enough. Suzuki 450. To where he's, I mean, him and Tickle have a really good setup. Plus, he's sponsored by fucking Jimmy John's. Yeah, dude, Jimmy John's so good. Yeah, like, could you imagine so if you fast. got free Jimmy John's? You'd never be sick I mean, ever. I. Honestly, I can't imagine just because I think it'd be that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, maybe you can score. A, I, I wouldn't sell yourself that short, but uh, um, great. Uh, that, that's really cool that um, oh, I have to edit that part out. Completely fumbled over myself. Um, that's really <laughs> cool that McGrath is uh, is on Cowies now. He started on Cowies. I'm sure you're familiar. Uh, but uh, yeah. side note, how cool is it to have a girlfriend that stays on top of motocross news that she knew the switch before you did? Hey, I mean, when your chick lives on Instagram, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. You know, when I'm over here playing Xbox, she's playing, uh, or not playing, she's on Instagram. She's she's, she's, things. she's trying to decide between uh, Lofi and Valencia. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Fair enough. Ooh, uh, right here. Or... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is like, can, is this a good selfie? Yeah, way too much. Luckily, she's not like that. If she was like that, we'd have some problems. But she's not. No doubt. She, yeah, uh, she hardly ever even posts photos, and usually when she posts one, it's about me. So it's whatever, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you, you recently posted a, a picture on Instagram that XEO Entertainment uh, is trying to give away a set of, um, of cranks. Uh, their uh, their their hottest headphones to I believe it's a pro rider uh, from their Twitter. Not that uh, I don't uh, imagine too many pros listen to this program, but if they are, um, how can they um, how can they enter that contest? Yeah, if you go over to uh, XEO's uh, Twitter, um, I don't know what tweet it is. They probably haven't pinned, but uh, yeah, you can favorite one of the tweets, and you'll see it's uh, I think it's like the second tweet right now, mm-hmm. and uh, you can get entered into a chance to uh, to win a set of headphones. I mean, it's a hundred and fifty dollar headphone. Uh, for free. I mean, Can't there's go wrong only there. 25 people that are getting picked. So, or out of 25 people that get picked, I mean, your odds are pretty good. No doubt. So, I mean, uh, if it's only a favorite, I mean, you don't even have to retweet anything. You just have to favorite it. That's it. 
that doesn't even go on your profile. You just got to favorite it. Yeah, exactly. No one will even know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's simple. I don't know why people aren't just, you know, all over it. You know, if I saw, you know, say I wasn't with XEO or anything like that, and I saw Beats doing this, I would freaking favorite it. You know, I'd retweet it as well and maybe even give them a follow. You, you know what? You know? I, I think people should do all three. Everyone right now, uh, go to XEO Entertainment on their Twitter. Favorite that particular tweet follow them follow justin starling on uh on instagram or on and twitter um retweet that same tweet follow them uh buy their stuff they don't give you some and uh i gotta ask uh what kind of uh, terrible music do you have going through those headphones on a regular basis you know there's really I got asked this question in two cart this past weekend, and honestly, I, it's kind of a, just a mixture of everything. Yeah. I mean, it's like it can be punk rock to heavy metal. Well, actually, no, not really any heavy metal, but like rock music. Yeah. Avril Lavigne is not music. heavy metal, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it could be rap music, it could be punk rock, you know, it could be, you know, a little bit R&B, it could be, uh, you know, some alternative or, or, or something. I mean, it's, I, I'm really not picky with it. It's just kind of whatever my mood's in is kind of what I'll listen to. You know, it's, um, I don't have a favorite band. I don't have a favorite song. You know, it's it's just whatever I feel like sounds cool at the moment is what I listen to. So, yeah, I mean, what's what's nice about it is the Exio uh, Creeks work uh, solid during uh, any song that you want to listen to. It could be if you're into heavy metal, they're going to sound great. If you're into some soul, they're going to sound great. If you're into some alternative, they're going to sound great. If you're into some crazy Lil Wayne rap or something, they're going to sound great. So, yeah, I definitely, uh, I mean, if, if you got a chance, go enter to win these things. If not, I would go definitely get you a set because they're wireless, they're Bluetooth. I mean, they don't get any better than that. It's a win all around. So does that mean when you're mbopping along to Hanson that you can not only listen and dance at the exact same time because you're not having to get all tangled up in your cord? Exactly. Like if you say say you're working out and you're on the rower, I mean you don't even have to worry about a cord. You can set your phone on the ground and just and just keep working. There you go. You don't even have to worry about it like falling out of your pocket while you're rowing. That's the best part about them. It's like honestly, like I have a, a Concept Two rower. I love the thing. Yeah. And the worst thing about it is when I, I want to listen to music, but I don't want to have to listen to music over the, the sound of the fan. So I put my cranks on. I put my phone on the ground, you know, somewhere next to me or on the table. And I, it pretty much tunes out the, the, the fan in the, in the rower. And I have no chords or anything. It's just, they're on my head. I don't even notice that they're there. Just listen to music rowing. You know, I mean, it's, it's, the best thing I've ever ever owned in my life, and and now they have colors too. They they only had white before. They have white. They have a, a new revamped white. They have uh, black, which looks awesome, and they have the new red, which is unbelievable. I'm, I I just ordered a set myself, and I cannot wait to get them. Super sick. Now on that concept two row, we're getting a little off topic here, although kind of uh, along the same lines. Uh, five hundred yep. five hundred meters, or I guess. Uh, do they have the same thing? How how far how yeah. far can you go in uh, in like how five hundred meters? How like what's your average? Uh, you better average be under two is, minutes. 
oh god, if that was over two minutes, I would just hang up the phone. Um, honestly, like I, I don't do like just a five minute, five hundred meter sprints. Um, but like if I say if I'm going for an hour, an hour and a half, my average is about a one forty five. Um, that's pretty good. Pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good solid row to keep it there uh, the whole time. Um, that's killing it, actually. Yeah, is not, that on level ten? Uh, no, I do all those rows at like seven. Okay. Fair. Not super hard. Um, basically, because if you do anything higher than that at that speed, um, and as well as going for that long, you're going to strain the muscles in your arm, and then you're going to be screwed. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I keep it to where it's hard, but it's not easy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just crank them out. I mean, I, I, I kind of almost want to now see, like, you know, maybe next week when I'm healthy, what I can crank out on just a 500-meter. I've never uh, – I mean, I've done them, but I haven't done them in probably a couple months, you know, so I don't actually know what my, my, my main one is. I can go look at my log on it, but it's way back. <laughs> right on. Well, um, yeah, those the 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 rower is is key and actually when I started doing the rower I noticed that like how a lot of the the pros that I had done schools with them previously like how they basically explain how you want to ride sand is how you want to use a rower. You're always pulling pulling those back muscles backward to basically have yourself a lot of strength to pull the front of the motorcycle up. Do you think that that kind of uh like of all the cardio that's um available to do that actually probably works the most amount of motocross um yeah i, I think so other than um, your legs I like guess. i don't have a yeah i don't have a road bike and uh i'm gonna end up having to get one here soon with with baggett coming to florida and, and him road biking a lot but mm-hmm. uh yeah so i do a lot of my training on the rower um like i don't do a whole lot of weights um i do core stuff and like and all that but uh yeah, the rower. I feel like I feel like it's a really good tool to racing dirt bikes because you're working your upper body. I mean, if you really work on it, pulling that thing is you're working your chest, your back, the back of your arms, your forearms, everything. So it's really building muscle, but in the right way, as well as cardio. Because yeah, you can sit on that thing and row for two hours, but if you're not trying to row and you have it on like one mm-hmm. you can row forever but it's not going to do you any good you know so as people can say oh yeah i'm in great shape i can pull for two hours all right but yeah your average row is you know 500 meters is probably two minutes and 50 seconds you know so if you really try to pump it out and really get it going i think it's really really good cardio and and it's also still keeping your muscles really toned so yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's good for your legs. It's still really good, but uh, it's more just like upper body core and cardio. Right on, and the girlfriend's got to love that. Oh, she hates the thing. Absolutely <laughs> dreads it. Really? Because because of the sound. When we do like intervals and stuff. Like no, like when we do like intervals and stuff, mm-hmm. and we'll go like from the jump rope to like you know a thousand meters or something like yep. that. She just hates it. You know, like it's. She's not a fan of it at all. She she said she'd rather run than get on that thing. How many times have you uh, thought about putting a uh, a set of motocross handlebars on those things? Oh, actually, quite often, but I don't know how you do it. I, I I've seen people do it, but I've never paid attention to how they they latch it on. Um, I've thought about it often, but I probably won't. I'll probably just leave the the regular bars on it. Because that's actually something that Nick Way has uh, that. Um, 
Roger DeCoster made it for him. It's a sled, like basically one of those push or pull sleds that you can um, put weights on, and uh, it's got a yeah. pair of twi- uh, um, pro tapers. I I got to imagine um, like there's a way to uh, like put a little bit of a. I think hook. you just need to make a bracket. Yeah, you just need a hook on the edge. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think all you have to do is like my dad could probably do it really easy because if you look at it, it's just two nuts that go through. Um, two bolts that go through two holes and then there's nutted on. I think if you just undo that, make a little bracket that'll clamp over a handlebar mm-hmm. and you just basically just clamp it on, I think it would be pretty easy. I think my dad could do it, no problem. But uh, yeah, I just, I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm just going to keep running the stock ones. Stock bars on the uh, the Concept too. Right on, Matt. Yeah, well, I kept, they work. kept you longer than I said I would, and there's only 13 minutes left in the hockey game that I wanted to watch. So uh, I'm going to let you go. Um, you're, a, you're a good guy. You're awesome. Uh, you're a friend of the podcast. Um, you're a sponsored rider of Huge Big fan. MX. Um, you're a good-looking man, and I don't just say that because I like you. Um, and uh, say yeah. no homo after that. What's that? No, yeah, absolutely zero homo. <laughs> Uh, on that one and um yeah man you you feel better uh get get some uh, get some rest get some mx versus atv in you and uh we'll we'll chat again soon yeah sounds great looking forward to it all right have a good one buddy you too thank you for listening to the big mx podcast brought to you by x brand goggles be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed check out our website at bigmxradio.com for more content